There are some major transits happening this month. So if you are new here, please do take the time to listen to my take on Saturn in Pisces and Pluto ingressing into Aquarius as I give a lot of insight and detail into how these transits may manifest for us as a collective and for you as an individual. Now, without further ado, let's get into the astrology of March. Hello my spiritual family and friends, welcome back to Spiritual Podcast with myself Ashley. In today's episode we are going to explore the astrology of the month of March. We're going to talk about transits, we're going to talk about the themes and how this can manifest in your personal life as well as on the world stage and we're going to touch on some aspects that I think are very key to understanding how this energy is going to impact us for this month. So firstly I feel like February has been an extremely interesting month. Not only has it flown by, like we are already in the middle of verb it feels like lots of things are happening like people are really struggling to keep up with time like it feels genuinely every day like time is escaping us and time is speeding up so I wonder if anyone else is feeling like you know they're finding it really hard to get time for themselves or finding it really hard to um you know stay on top of things because it just feels like each day is merging into the other but I feel like the reason why this is happening is not just because all planets are direct in this month it's also because it's kind of like the pre-introduction before March actually starts and you'll start to see that actually this energy starts to decline a little bit I'm already feeling like the first eight weeks of the year were really a productive period for me. But now as the sun is moving into Pisces and we're going to have Saturn in Pisces and we're going to have Pluto in Aquarius and then we're going to have Mars finally switching signs and we're going to have a full moon in Virgo. I just feel like the energy is really draining at the moment and probably some people can't feel it at this particular moment but I'm very sensitive to the energy so I'm getting it a few weeks beforehand so I just want to say to anyone who's feeling this energy you're not alone please do take care of yourself make sure that you're being mindful of how you're spending your energy and your time and figuring out what you need to really focus on at this moment and what can wait for another time when you feel more energized let's go over the full list of transits for the month of March. On the 2nd of March, which is my birthday by the way guys, don't forget, Mercury will enter the sign of Pisces. On the 7th, we have a full moon in Virgo alongside Saturn ingressing into Pisces, which I think is extremely significant, which we're going to talk about. On the 16th, Venus will enter Taurus. 19th, Mercury enters Aries. 20th, the sun enters Aries. And then the day after, we have a new moon in Aries. Two days later, on the 23rd, we have Pluto entering Aquarius. And then finally, on the 25th of March, Mars enters Cancer. So when I was thinking about the month of March, which I do for every month, I kind of try to get a visual uh, understanding of what that month will feel like. It felt like, you know, that meme where everything is on fire and the dog is sitting there with a cup of coffee or tea in their hand and it's just there like, okay, (laughs) not paying attention to anything that the house is on fire and 
do you know what? It's so overwhelming to deal with this house on fire that I'm just going to sit in it and let it burn. That's what it kind of feels like this month. It feels very chaotic. And I feel like on an individual level, people are going to be feeling like there's not much that they can do about the chaos that is happening. And sometimes that is the best place to be, to have a realization that there are things outside of your control and you have to let those things work out for the way they need to work out. So we've got nine transits, not including significant aspects, um, which is making March one of the most chaotic months in this year. Um, after March, we do have a few more chaotic months, but this is the start of it. Um, but luckily we have Jupiter in Aries still encouraging us to push through and keep the momentum as of opposed to giving into the usual themes of Pisces, like escaping and daydreaming and avoiding what's really happening. Um, there's a difference between accepting what's happening around you and how you can influence that and how you can't as opposed to just completely avoiding something that's happening and hoping that it goes away, which is what Pisces can sometimes do. But in this month, we're forced to face reality of our situations so that we can manifest a better outcome if there is anything that we are unhappy with or struggling with in our lives. So there's like the acknowledgement of things we need to move on from or to change, which is Mercury and Pisces. Then comes the restructuring an organization of putting these things into place, which is Saturn in Pisces. Um, there's the acknowledgement of the things that need to be done. And then finally comes the initiation, what is driving us and how we achieve results, which is Mercury and Aries. And finally, Pluto in Aquarius inspires transformation and facilitates change through the awareness of power and control that we have over ourselves, okay? the main thing is over ourselves and not over other people and what other people are doing because everyone has free will and we can only be responsible for what we do. So let's talk about Mercury in Pisces. Um, This transit starting the month with the sun already in Pisces and then Mercury joining (laughs) the sun two days later, albeit for a very brief period of time, We have the moon also in Cancer at the same time of this ingress. So it does indicate some sort of space for awareness around things and chapters that we want to close. It gives me kind of like a reclused vibe, like wanting to hide away, kind of like the hermit, um, taking time away from things that are overstimulating so you can really focus and figure out what it is that you want to actually focus on and what it is that you want to manifest in your reality. I think this then creates space for new dreams to arise and the ability to be creative about how we identify and implement solutions to achieve those dreams. So a lot of people could be spending a lot of time in retrospection, especially in the beginning of March, because as the sun will move into Aries, which we're going to talk about, that's when we mark the start of the astrological new year. So a lot of people will be in that period where they're kind of closing out chapters with Pisces energy and looking forward to um, the initiation and the starting of new things and new beginnings with Aries energy. It's important to note that Saturn in Pisces is a transit that can definitely be felt around this time if you're in tune and it will bring insight into lessons of hardship like Saturn and Aquarius did. So for example, 
when COVID came about, it came about a good couple months before (laughs) we actually were hit with like significant lockdowns and restrictions. And I feel like for a lot of people, they didn't anticipate that it would get as serious as it did but it did. So we can learn from that. If there's anything coming up for you in this period of time in your life that you need to be specifically aware of, that you need to be more responsible about, um, that you need to take more accountability for, then that's going to be a theme for you over the next two and a half, three years with Saturn in Pisces. Um, There's another theme of everything we knew or thought we knew being turned on the head and having to um, adjust and establish a different perspective. On a positive note, there's a feeling of not dwelling on the negatives. So we're realising that if we aren't going to be the change we want to see, we either have to put up or shut up with certain things in our life because complaining is not productive in any sense and it hasn't gotten us anywhere in terms of trying to facilitate change or to achieve what we want to achieve so a lot of people are going to be realizing that actually oh you know I am causing my own issues I am preventing myself from moving forward it is my responsibility to prioritize my happiness and do things that make me happy and put things in place that will facilitate that growth of happiness and I can't expect anybody else to do that so kind of moving away from victim mentality and victimhood um one of the things that came out of this specific transit for me was growth comes from chaos and we can't expect to grow in spaces where we're complacent or spaces that are too familiar for us because there is no challenge. So that's something to be mindful of. If you're too comfortable in something and you're not pushing yourself and that's where the feelings of um, unhappiness are coming from, then you need to do something to step out of your comfort zone okay and not be fearful of taking a new path or a leap of faith into the unknown Pisces is all about the unknown and you probably have to work through some subconscious issues to find out what your fears are and why they are manifesting in your life the way that they are I feel like a lot of people can feel very lethargic mentally and emotionally exhausted at this time especially as we push through the last stretch of Mars in Gemini before it moves into Cancer and although it moving into Cancer isn't the best (laughs) position for Mars it is um, better in terms of us being more emotionally aware of what our needs are whereas in Mars in Gemini it's just really overactive in terms of energy and we can definitely find that we're neglecting ourselves emotionally and um, spiritually when we're trying to do all the things that Mars and Gemini wants us to do. I would say be careful around feelings of inadequacy. Um, Mercury and Pisces definitely might show or shine some light on areas in your life where you feel a little bit inadequate and less confident. Next up, we have the full moon in Virgo. Now, this full moon in Virgo is interesting because it will be opposite Saturn in Pisces. So I'm really interested to see what this will manifest as. I feel like there definitely will be some crisis in some shape or form. um, And there may be some sort of attempt to control the thoughts and actions of the population using fear, which is nothing new. Um, As you've seen, there's some recent stuff that has been coming out about (laughs) UFOs and stuff. And I did mention um, in Pluto and Aquarius, 
or even Saturn in Pisces, that life beyond our planet and contact with other planets would possibly come up around this time. So be mindful of how the media are spinning certain things as it's probably um, being over-exaggerated or there may not be exactly a lot of truth to what's being said, okay? Um, I feel like because the full moon is in Virgo, which is around services and health, there definitely can be some health related issues or topics that are brought up. So perhaps bringing our focus back to COVID and and the vaccinations, um, fraud and effects around that. We did see some talks about this a few weeks ago. And I think there's been a lot of discussion that's been taking place underground. So perhaps this resurfaces again. Um, I think some focus on like healthcare systems will definitely come up as well. And maybe there'll be a max exit of people from those professions because they don't feel like they're being heard, supported or paid enough money to continue doing those roles. So um this is obviously going to have a significant strain on the systems that are reliant on these services that provide support to other people in a health profession wise. Um, so I think it's important that we consider that and we are connecting with each other in a community sense to support each other through that process and this will be a great time for a lot of people to lean into alternative healing which is what Saturn in Pisces will probably um, focus a lot more over the next two and a half three years like because the healthcare system is suffering in some shape or form people will be signposting alternative healing options as opposed to going through GPs or healthcare professionals to help people manage their health. I think it's really important that we rely on our intuition during this period of time and in order for us to do that we have to make sure we have a strong gut to mind connection and that can only happen when our body is in good health. So make sure you focus on your health, make sure you're eating well, make sure you're gymming, make sure you're um, drinking lots of water and you're taking your vitamins. Venus in Taurus, uh, I feel like we will be revisiting themes from the last few years. Um, Uranus entered Taurus in 2018 and started bringing a lot of awareness and attention to things um, around Venetian themes, so around art, around um, finances, around resources, around oil, gas, cryptocurrency, supply chains, all that stuff is definitely going to be a focus again. Um, I think on an individual level, those of you who have been working hard towards something, especially when Jupiter ingresses into Taurus, you might receive some sort of reward for establishing a solid foundation. And this will be very favorable for you. But on a wider scale, there's going to be a lot of focus on the things that are basically crumbling and I think Saturn in Pisces is going to expose the deliberate weakening of the foundation of certain things like agriculture, supply chains, money and 
identify specific agendas that people have and how they're making things less accessible and consumerism being controlled in some shape or form to um, achieve a certain goal. Again, a focus on art um, becoming more technological because Uranus is in Taurus here. So I feel like with Venus ingressing into Taurus, there can definitely be the kicking off again of those conversations around the art industry being influenced by AI or by technology and how that is making people feel as well as the impacts that is having on these industries as well, like the music industry, um, theatre, production, all that stuff, how using technology or AI in some shape or form is going to damage creativity or also inspire creativity. So I think that's going to be significant. And like we're seeing now, deep fake is being used in programs. So I don't know if we're going to see a lot more of that and that is going to definitely highlight some implications that this may bring if people are able to get hold of deep fake and use it in negative ways. Mercury in Aries. So Mercury in Aries will join Jupiter and Chiron in Aries. This is a very explosive, intense energy and I think we need to be careful with this energy because whilst it can increase confidence in ourselves it can help us facilitate healing in our in our lives and growth what we're doing and the mental processing behind what we're doing and what's driving our need to do or achieve something we can shoot ourselves in the foot so to speak if we try to get way ahead of ourselves so we need to be very careful about what we're putting our energy into and why we're doing it I think there's a positive to this. There's a chance to get things in order, especially small, tedious tasks like running errands and sorting out things to do with you specifically that you have been putting off getting done for whatever reason. But I don't think it's good for starting loads of different things at once or not um, being mindful of this energy being short-lived. So you need to establish where to put your energy for the best results. Like, should you be putting your energy into this project or should you stagger or delay taking on a specific project that requires a lot more a lot more thought, a lot more intention, a lot more planning and organisation, you might want to delay that a little bit because you might find that you might have all the enthusiasm and optimism to get started, but not enough energy or interest to see it through to the end. Um, This is separately also good energy for you to initiate any learning that you want to do, especially because we have Jupiter and Aries as well. So if you want to learn different languages, if you want to learn different cultures, if you want to do some short courses, this is a brilliant energy and time to do that. Um, Separately, we will be more inclined to be outspoken and there's potential to be aggressive, but it's a good energy here to focus on self-love, self-worth and how you should or could be putting yourself first more in your life, how you should be making decisions that benefit you at the end of the day. So you definitely can feel more inclined to be more um, focused on yourself whilst all this Aries energy is at play. 
There's potential for major accidents involving fire, cutting, surgeries, crashes, etc. So be careful about being impatient or rushing as this can cause agitation and as a result, cutting corners, which can cause casualties. So for example, if you're a driver, make sure you're being extra vigilant on the road. Be careful of road rage, like don't get into any altercations with people because that can definitely turn left. And because we have a lot of fire energy here, there's a potential for aggressiveness or having a short fuse so I think this will be more visible on the world stage like people arguing over something having like a war fighting talk or there could be political wars especially as Jupiter is very close to Venus in Taurus so it could be about finances partnerships and resources justice even as well people can be disagreeing on what is just in certain situations then we have the sun entering Aries. So this is the astrological new year and marks the start of the spring equinox. So entering this equinox, we have an Aries stadium. And when I looked at the chart for this, I really, really thought, what the hell is this going to manifest as? The first thought that came to me was the Ukraine and Russia war that's been going on. And I feel like it's going to become a significant focus again. We have been seeing... Um, I don't know if he, what he is. <laughs> is his name Zelensky? Zelensky? He has been going around and meeting with people again. So I think like there's something brewing underneath the surface. And it was around February last year that the evasion actually took place. So maybe something significant happens mid-March or something that adds more fuel to the fire takes place. It could even end. Who knows? But it will be very, very interesting to see what this um, Aristelium in relation to Ukraine and Russia can um, manifest as. On a personal level, this will be really good energy for you to redefine your goals for the astrological new year. And in particular, check your ego. So find out what your actual needs are. Like what does your soul want to do? What is calling you? What path do you want to take this year versus your egotistical needs that no longer need to be a driving force in your life so if you're someone who is impulsive and that's led by your ego then how can you check that this year how can you make it more manageable new moon in aries so some really good questions came up for me when i was looking at the new moon in aries and in particular, because we have Chiron in Aries and Jupiter in Aries, these were centered around the self. So where are you holding yourself back? Where are you lacking confidence? What is limited or um, outdated in your life? What limited or outdated beliefs do you have? What do you need to cut out of your life? What habits, attitudes, mindsets, things, people do you need to get rid of? There's really a good sense of needing to be intentional with where you're putting your energy, how you're spending your time, who you have around you this year and no longer feeling like life is just happening to you and realising that you have power and control over what manifests and how you experience life in this period. So it's time to be brave and take a leap of faith into the unknown. So if you want to start a new job, if you want to travel solo, if you want to get to know new people, you've got to put yourself out there, you've got 
got to do things differently this year. A lot of people will be working through fear and how this hinders their experience of happiness and taking more accountability for what makes them happy, like I mentioned before. I definitely think Jupiter can bring abundance about in those different areas of your life if you make the right choices and you make the right moves. So that's something to be mindful of. And lastly, we have Mars entering Cancer. This is another tricky energy to navigate in the month of March as Mars is squaring Neptune in this transit. So it can magnify the feeling of not having enough energy, feeling drained, feeling exhausted. And again, you would need to be intentional with resting and then using your energy to get things done. Okay, so you need to decide what requires my energy right now, what is important to me and what can wait for another time. For example, I'm learning so much stuff at the moment and I literally for over the last couple of weeks, I haven't had much time to myself to just, you know, do nothing. And I started thinking about what can I um, kind of put on a back burner to still stay focused, still stay on track, but to give myself time to unwind more and to rest more. So a lot of people are going to be, you know, in that space where it's like, not everything needs to be done right now. Not everything needs my energy. And I need to make sure I'm prioritizing what I need in this particular moment. I feel like this transit can bring a sense of insecurity around different areas in your life. You need to look at where Mars will be transiting in your chart. Actually, for every single one of these transits, you need to look at where they're taking place in your chart because that house is going to help you understand the specific manifestations of these transits in your personal lives. The interpretations that I'm giving right now are very general. But Mars in Cancer can make you feel overwhelmed. This entire month will feel overwhelming. There's a lot of energies, there's a lot of changing tones and changing themes and things being introduced and things being cut away that can feel very confusing. So you need to be able to interpret what is happening around you and how it's affecting you. Some people can feel like they're in a place where they're being taken advantage of and they haven't been able to speak up for themselves and now they're finally thinking about speaking up for themselves or defending themselves. This can apply to you on an individual level but can also apply to situations that are happening on the world stage where people feel like they're being bullied or taken advantage of and they're finally speaking up for themselves or actually speaking up for others that are being taken advantage of. Um... A lot of people can be passive aggressive during this period of time. So they will be aware that they can be passive aggressive and accept that this is something that they may need to work on. Um, Again, on the world stage, there can be a lot of confusing messages. There can be a lot of lies and deceits and scandals. The usual that takes place that is kind of like distracting people from really focusing on what matters. So you really need to spend a lot of time either away from social media or not reading the news and just kind of kind of develop a way to filter out the truth from the bullshit basically. But this is the astrology breakdown for the month of March with myself, Ashley. 
For those of you who are new here, please do not forget to like, comment and subscribe if this episode has been helpful for you in any shape or form. And I really do hope to see you here in the next one. Until then, I am wishing you a lovely end to the month of February and a intentional start to the month of March. Take care and we'll speak soon.